1: Everyone and welcome to another special bonus episode of the Janice Dean Podcast with the focus on my interviews I conducted for the new book, I Am the Storm. I just want to say I'm so grateful for all of your kind words and reviews. It's been so heartwarming seeing all of you read the book and really love it. I'm sure a lot of you have seen the movie Miracle and the story of how coach Herb Brooks led the United States hockey team to victory during the 1980 Olympics, beating the undefeated Russian hockey team. It was a story of underdog college athletes overcoming seemingly impossible odds. The U.S. hockey team's captain, Mike Arruzioni, sat down with me and told me his incredible story as the college kid versus the Soviet Union. It's one of my favorite chapters in the book, and I can't wait for you to listen to our conversation. You know, everyone kind of thinks that they're a David and Goliath story in sports, and it just, there's nothing that compares to what you
0: have experienced. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty much a David and Goliath uh, moment.
1: Did you know at the time, I mean, you were, you know, you were a young guy, right?
0: We had no idea. Right. We we were just we, we were just playing. We had no clue that the world was watching the way they were. We had no clue that the country was watching. You know, if we were in a little village in Lake Placid. You know, there was only three television stations. There was no Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever else they have now. How did Herb find you? I got invited to try out. Uh, they had uh, sixty-eight of us went to Colorado Springs and competed against each other over like a two-week period and herb evaluated the players and selected 26 of us and then throughout the course of our training which was about six months uh six guys got cut from the team because we could only bring 20 to lake placid and i was eventually obviously one of the 20 selected to stay and how did you become captain it was a player vote uh although i don't believe i was voted by my teammates And, and i I say that because there were 12 guys on the team from Minnesota and nine from the University of Minnesota, and there's no way I think the Minnesota guys are going to vote from a guy from Boston. (laughs) So so I don't know how it went down, but we did have a player vote, but it wasn't a big deal to me. Um, You know, 20 players on that team, I think six were captains of their colleges uh, at one point, and, and the rest were captains of their high school teams, so... I I always said I was a captain amongst captains. We we had a great team of leaders, uh, a great group of players.
1: When did you start playing hockey?
0: I started skating when I was about eight or nine years old. Maybe it was eight years old. My sister had these white figure skates that I used to fit into. Uh, They used to freeze the tennis courts down the street from where I live. So I'd get up and go down to the tennis courts because my friends would be down there and try to skate. I learned to skate and Eventually, my mother saved up enough. Uh, in those days, you could save S&H green stamps, and my mom saved up enough stamps, and I got a pair of hide ice skates for the first skates that I got. But, you know, I was a baseball football player as well. Hockey was something you just kind of did in the wintertime.
1: So your mom saved up to buy your first pair of skates.
0: Yeah. Saw that that was something I wanted to do, and... Uh, you know, my I didn't grow up with much money. My my dad worked three jobs. My mother stayed home and took care of six kids. So, uh, you know, they always found ways to for end, ends to meet. But um, yeah, the, the the skates were the result of S&H Green Steers. Were you always
1: just a great athlete?
0: Yeah, I think it was. I, I, I talk about myself. I I was an all-state football, hockey, baseball player. Uh, baseball was the action played more baseball than anything. And uh, I, I loved football. I loved high school football. I wanted to play all three sports in college, but it turned out uh, I ended up just playing. Well, I did play baseball across the University, but I ended up having to make the world championship teams. Uh, and that was right when baseball was going on, so I couldn't play.
1: I always wonder that the fact that you knew how to play other sports, do you think that that makes a better athlete?
0: Absolutely, I, I, I get very frustrated with kids today. They, they specialize and they just play one sport. I, I think I was a good hockey player because I played baseball and I played football. Uh, plus, plus the burnout stages these kids go through. You know, they play one sport and it's just, you know, eventually it's like too much. You need a break. You need to get away. So you
1: start playing hockey and you realize you're good at it, and. You know, it never in your wildest dreams did you think you could be on the U.S. You know, Olympic
0: hockey team. Well, I, I had a chance to play on the '76 Olympic team, um, but I, I, I passed up that opportunity because I wanted to stay at Boston University. We had a really good team that year. I thought we could win a national championship. Uh, unfortunately, we did not. But um, the next time I had the chance in, in 1980.
1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. What did you think of Herb Brooks when you met him?
0: Uh, well, I knew her because, you know, he coached the University of Minnesota, and we had played against him when I was at Boston University. And he was very similar to my coach at BU, and that's how coaches coached in those years. They were in your face. They challenged you, uh, constantly pushed the envelope, pushed you to, to be better. Um, Herb was very demanding, but he was very honest. He, you know, we trusted Herb. Uh, we respected Herb. And I think as a coach, that's, that's what you want from your players. You want them to trust you. And you want them to respect you. And as hard as he was and difficult as he was, where, you know, how, how hard he pushed us, uh, you only had to deal with it for a couple hours. You know, I, I always told, I told people Herb was like your dad. You know you love your dad, but sometimes you hate your dad because he makes you do things you didn't want to do. And, and that, that was Herb. What was his success? Why do you think that
1: game was so successful, that, that, that period of time with your group?
0: Well, He was a great motivator. Um, he clearly put together the right players, um, the best players. Um, and I think his philosophy, how hard he trained us, the skating, uh, all those skating drills that we did all year. Uh, you know, I talked to my teammates and Every one of them said it's the best shape they've ever been in in their life. So I, I think that had a lot to do with our success as well. Plus, we were young. We didn't, you know, average age was 20, 21 and a half or 22 years old, I believe. Uh, no. you know, I was, uh, Buzzy Schneider and I were the oldest guys at 25. So we had that, uh, I don't know if this is the right word, negativity. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just kid, kids playing, having fun, uh, never looking at the, the big picture, um, just taking each game at, at a time.
1: What do you think it is now? I mean, I, I listen, I watched the movie with my kids to prepare for this interview, and of course I knew the story, but I watched the movie with my children. And I, I feel like I'm going to get, you know, emotional because... They loved it so much, and for so many different reasons. And and you talk about how hard he trained you, you know, to the point of it almost seemed abusive at one point. You know, when he was making you do those drills again, 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 even though you guys were exhausted. I mean, was that the truth?
0: Well, how the, what the drill was, we called them Herbies. Uh, <laughs> we named them after Herb. We loved that drill so much. It was a. He called it conditioning. We always thought it was punishment, but. Uh, as it turned out, probably most conditioning was was, was the bigger part of it. Um, but what happened that night was 16 of us dressed, not all 26 players. Herb, uh, a lot of times, would only dress 14 or 15 guys again, so he'd get more repetition out there. So 16 of us dressed. Buzzy Schneider got thrown out for fighting, uh, and the game ended in a tie, and then and, and he brought us to one end of the rink, and we proceeded to do those drills. We didn't do them. Everybody at once, we did them, like, six guys at a time. And then we'd do them for, like, 15 minutes, and then we'd stretch. Then we thought we were done, but we did them again for 15, then we stretched, then we did them again, then we stretched, then we did them again. And the other guys who weren't dressed, they wanted to get dressed and come out on the ice and skate with us. But Herb told them, you sit in the stands and just watch. So we did them for, like I said, a little while, longer, about an hour and something, and the guys were pissed. The guys were smashing their stick against the boards. And I think it was Mark Johnson smashed his stick against the glass. And Herb said, if I hear another goddamn stick smash against the glass, you'll skate till you die. Well, nobody nobody said a word and we finished the drills. And then he brought us in a locker room and said, gentlemen, if you play this way again tomorrow, you're going to skate again. Well, we went 8 to nothing the next day. So the lesson was learned.
1: And the game that you played with the Soviet Union, like, was it a month before the actual main event? No, it was only a few days. Okay. Do you th- it was right before the Olympics? And do you think he arranged that to f- put the fix in? Like he knew they were going, they were going to beat you guys, and it was going to fire you up. Do you believe that?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know that. Um, you know, I, I think he wanted us to face the best competition we could as we went into the Olympic Games. Um, I, I, you know, first of all, the other thing is we weren't even thinking about the Soviets. They were in the other division. Um, we needed to worry about the three countries that were supposed to beat us, which was Sweden, Czechoslovakia, and West Germany. Um, so the Soviets were never discussed once until the night before, the game the day before. You know, we were ready to play them. That's the, the only time we talked about the Soviets. And then after we beat them, we never talked about them again because we had to play Finland on Sunday. And, and, you know, people don't realize that if we lose our tie against Finland, there's a chance we don't even win a medal. So as great as the Soviet victory was, if we don't beat Finland, you and I aren't having this conversation.
1: You're right. You're right. You know, we always focus on the game, that miracle on ice. But you had to go on and play that one more game to win the gold medal.
0: Right. You Imagine people coming up to you 20 years or 30 or 40 years later and saying, Boy, what a great Olympics she had! But damn, if you only could have beat Finland! You know? so I, I think people don't realize how important that Finland game was. And you know, we were losing going into the third period, and we come out and scored three goals, and we win the whole thing. So that made the Soviet game, you know, clearly more special. But if we if we don't win the gold, like I said, we're not we're not talking. <laughs> You're
1: right. Thank you all for listening to this very special edition of the Janice Dean Podcast. I'm so proud of this book, I Am the Storm, and even prouder of each individual featured in all of the chapters for standing up for what they believe in, no matter what the odds against them. You can purchase my book if you like at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Audible, or wherever you get your books. I do hope you enjoy it, and just know that you too can become the storm. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janestine on Twitter or FNC on Instagram. Or you can rate this podcast.